0: j The Lowney and the Stooky Show. It's the J Mark the Lowney and the Stooky Show. It's the J Mark the Lowney and the Stooky Show. It's the greatest latest in the music you need to know. It's the J Mark the Lowney, J Mark the, the Lowney. And it's April! You're all a bunch of fools, fool you. Yeah, April Fools. Yeah, we're back for another one. Um, Stuart's just said we've got to introduce ourselves. So I'm Jay Mack and I speak in riddles and cliches. Stooky, what do you do?
1: I, I pick you up on uh, on failings.
0: <laughs> Stooky, the master criticizer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And Lowney's the oracle of, of music oh, who just wow. plucks yeah. obscure Smith songs with 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 harmonica in that no one's ever heard of. Well, the one thing I got wrong last week, uh, sorry, last month rather, uh, although the weeks and months are all blurring together, is that I picked a tune for, uh, uh, that was ahead of its time by, by a couple of days. <laughs> you did. And that was the John Spencer and the Hitmakers. Um, that fell in by one day into April and not March.
2: Yeah. I was going to pay
0: one from
3: March for this, just
0: just to just to equal it, up. equal the balance. But... there we go. So yeah, that's uh, my 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 first apology for 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 this month. First of many. But yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this we I'm, this we should rattle this month off. It was only eighty odd
1: songs. I know it was short. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, I was going to say something there, but I totally forgot. Oh, yeah. Um, policies. We've got to get the policy right for this month. You are not allowed to say the band that must not be named this month whatsoever.
3: They who must not be named.
0: They who must not be named. And I thought members of They Who Must Not Be Named were going to be splat and shat all over this playlist this month. But luckily, luckily it only slipped in at one point. Yeah, so we're going to have to talk about one of them. <laughs> I I, I don't know why I've decided to put mine first but uh, Lani, you're going last so Stu you you fell into the middle
1: that's fine I'll be the sandwich (laughs) that's that's a disturbing image actually the sandwich between you two (laughs) Jesus
0: but anyway the ghost woman behind your eyes Sticky this is one of yours and uh, let's give it a listen Ghost Woman. Comparisons there are Kurt Weill, Black Lutz, and Steve Buscemi. He's an actor, isn't he? What? Why are they comparing a band to an a- actor? That is very strange. Very good famous actor um, and always features in the many Adam Sandler films as well. That's <laughs> the
1: funny guy. Perfect, can we? Are you telling me <laughs> that you've actually watched the many Adam Sandler films? I did. They're, they're chick flicks, aren't they?
0: You know, they're the films you watch with upcoming girlfriends when you're growing up, really. And and wives. Wives? I mean, the wife. <laughs> <Wives>. I've, only, <laughs> I've only had one so far. Yeah,
1: your, your English roots are uh, revealing themselves. You and your Harry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Do I have to edit this bit, John? Does she listen? Um, I, um, she does <laughs> Which actually. Which
0: one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that's a lot, currently alive. <laughs> right. I have, but yeah, that was um, as a treat. How did you find that, then, Have we had Ghost Woman on before? We've had them on the Gunscast before. Ah, they did uh, seem familiar, and the name yeah. rang a bell.
1: Yeah, I think it was just on the. Release radar, to be honest. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, lo- I just, I love the the guitars on it. I love the, i love the whole thing, but uh, the, the guitars, again, I think P90s. Yeah. Um, but that gi- <laughs> that kind of jangly sound, yes. you know, it's very kind of 60s psychedelic sort of. Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: Good. that's good. Ticks all my boxes, as always, mm-hmm. anything like that, yeah. you know. So yeah, so moving on to uh, your number three. Stukey is yeah. Working Men's Club, and it's a band who've been knocking about for quite a while now on the on the old lists for mm. a couple of years. Yeah. What 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 did you like about this tune?
1: Well, I think I think the kind of the synth uh, kind of intro riff is just unusual. You know, yeah. it's, it's I, yeah, um bit of a slippery one as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, have a listen.
0: The only way we're gonna find out is if we hear that synth in it. So here yeah. we go. change the direction for them isn't it not the synth but the general kind of feeling and mm. atmosphere yeah. of the song it's a bit darker yeah. isn't it yeah yeah it's not as poppy it's not as hooky
1: no no i, I love i love that synthos. it's just to me it sounds like a kind of like 80s sort of aesthetic but it's it's not it's nothing you'd mm. have heard in the 80s there's nothing quite as weird as that it's almost like it's sort of like a you know a, a, an 80s vinyl that's been left in the sun and it's kind of warped and, <laughs> and, and someone's tried playing it but they played it on the too fast and they're playing yeah. it backwards or something you know not, um,
0: not a Gary Newman
1: b-side no well it's just like it's like it's been <laughs> sort of lifted from that but messed around with played backwards and mm. you know just kind of it's just a bit uh yeah weird and yeah love it though nice and dark and
3: yeah, yeah. I was going to say the same. It's um, they do that '80s thing really well, but it's like as you just said, it's not quite that, is it? It's um, much more modern somehow.
0: Mm, yeah. Since in the '80s, though, when they come out as an instrument, were people like mesmerised by it, or was it just was it something alien? Was it something new?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Gary Newman had the Bowie effect when, like, when Bowie appeared on top of the pops dressed as the Starman. You know. Yeah. Uh, he just yeah. looked like nothing that anyone had seen. I and mean, when Gary Newman came on, top of the pops um, with his face, his face white and everything looked like a robot yeah. playing these synths. And, and he, he, he'd been in a, his band was all about guitars and everything. And he basically, I think the story goes, he went in to record an album or something, and he just chucked out all his material because he discovered the synths. Yeah, and, and it went from there. Uh, it was it was a massive about turn anyway. I know that much. It must have been so fresh though at the time hearing that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And so many, so many eighties classic songs like just incorporated. There's always a good synth in in, in a good eighties yeah, tune somewhere.
3: Yeah. The early eighties yeah. is where it was all good and interesting, and then it all all went to shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm talking early eighties. It, it all went a bit shit shaped, didn't it? By the mid eighties, yeah. Synth
0: overload or just people. Just- Just didn't know how to play them. Uh,
3: Just shitty, shitty production.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the thing is, the early 80s bands got so big by the mid-80s, they'd lost their freshness. Um, Yeah. And the bands coming in, there was a lot of bands that really just uh, uh, were very commercial and very middle of the road, and there was nothing edgy about them. That's just my take on it. And by the end of the 80s, you kind of got the sort of Dance music and everything Now if you're to dance music and, and stuff like that Very exciting time But I'm not And it, to me it was just horrible <laughs>
3: Oh gosh. You're going to hate this one, then, not you?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually added an uncle one um, uh, some yeah. A few moons ago But this one uh, Well, let's have a listen first You never might grab me
0: There we go
1: I'll get, I'll get my dancing pants on swing your pants to this
4: Some
3: good. Yourself, some good. In Kel. That's um, lethal, that one, isn't it? Um, I believe so. Yeah. Although I've been banging a few on myself recently. Um, not sure if it's the same album or if there's some remixes or what.
0: Yeah. They've been around for a while, haven't they?
3: Yeah. I'm never quite sure who they are. I always thought they were a bit of like a super group outfit. Yeah. Um, There's all sorts of people who work with them.
0: DJ Shadow there, for one.
3: Including someone from They Who Must Not Be Named, if I remember (laughs) rightly. Really?
1: Which one, though? (laughs) That'd be
0: the... The
3: one. The one. (laughs) The one who can't be named
1: okay the, da-
3: the doubting one
0: yeah mm. right, I, I
3: believe so anyway um but that track in particular the reason i put it on my top three and the reason i kept going back to it was the hook it reminds me of the theme from <laughs> the yes not, it, alabama three alabama three i know it's not the yeah. same tune but it's so similar
0: it's a drum beat and the yeah definitely female harmonies and stuff yeah yeah that's yeah, a great ج- tune that was the only tune I bought their album on the, on the back end of that and it was a bit <laughs> of a disappointment Alabama <laughs> 3 and they never really yeah, but, yeah. never really yeah. done anymore I woke up this morning yeah
1: going to play a little bit so I've ne- I haven't heard that one you haven't heard of it? No.
5: Oh. I
0: wonder how much money they made out of this. Is that it's that
5: bass that's real 25 million listens.
1: Jesus, that's... Boy, that must have bought them at least a 100 quid off Spotify. <laughs>
0: But this is bearing in mind the Sopranos has been out since mid-90s. So, you know, yeah, and the yeah, amount of are. times it's been aired.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing: I've never seen the Sopranos.
0: Oh Lanny, should we kick him out now or at the end? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it once on my own when I was single and lonesome. And then I watched it again with, with my wife. And it's even better. The second time I watched it, it was even better because I noticed things that I missed in the first time. Yeah. So, right.
1: I'm not gonna watch it twice. I'm not sure I'll get around to watching it once. There's loads of episodes, isn't
0: there? There is, but
3: you've got a treat if you've never seen it. I should watch it mm. again. I've only ever seen it once. So that's nearly fifteen years ago, isn't it? Since Yeah, watch it again,
0: ago. Lanny. It's it, it it actually the only the only problem with watching it again is that I think it's in four by three. Yeah, the early ones will be certainly. The early ones were, yeah. So um
1: so getting getting back to the Uncle track why is he called Ronin Throwdown, who's Ronin? I think that's the remixer isn't it I think I don't, okay. so Is that uh, a that was, particular artist is it?
3: I thought so, um, I could be wrong you know I haven't got a clue but I read it as that being someone that's done the remixes okay fair enough we'd, we'd need to ask DJ Leib so
1: yeah absolutely
3: get, get him to email
0: in yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Or yeah. even better, we'll get him on the next
1: the next JLS show. How about that? If, if we if we can slot him in, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean that uh, that track actually that Uncle track is the best track I've ever heard with cowbells on. <laughs> <laughs> what about
0: Kings of Leon?
1: Which one? Oh Jesus! All of them have got cowbell, have not they? <laughs> I've never really noticed before. So last last month was the harmonica. We're gonna have to come up with a. Li- Cowbell playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Right, here's
0: my third choice: Straw Man Army, state of the art. Give this a tune. Need to listen? An army, state of the art um, punk punk duo, I believe. I know they're definitely from Brooklyn, in New York. Um, they've got nothing on their bio in in the old Spotify there. But what did you think?
3: I like that. Um, I liked both of them when I heard them, although they weren't on my shortlist.
0: Kudos to to Halls or for the yeah. uh, the Beware Strawman Army. That kind of sowed the seed in my head for that song.
3: They remind me a bit of um Fugazi, that kind of thing. Yes. Sort of lo-fi um not really grunge, but that kind of post punk. Punk, post punk, yeah. American S- S- sound, yeah.
0: It's very it is very lo-fi, and I think that's one of the things that attracts me to it, really, is that it's it's going back back to basics, not to term a you know, conservative leader's mid nineties
3: saying or a Billy Bragg album, John.
0: <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, <laughs> well, that
3: sounds better.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so the album, a definite SOS. Check it out; it's very very good. It's it's up there for one of my albums of the year so far. Um, just it it, it sounds sounds wholesome sounds 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 together as a po- post punk kind of outfit what do you think that, that, uh
1: to be honest i don't remember that track from the playlist the beginning 20 30 seconds probably i'd have probably skipped to be honest really but once getting into uh, you know sort of into uh, past that 30 seconds i started to get into it um yeah and yeah i kind of got it you know it's interesting they keep changing it up as well it doesn't get doesn't settle into a particular groove or anything the other thing that stood out is the the drumming it's really some really tight technical drumming i I really like that yeah
0: they are a duo and they're hooky without ever sounding too professional so there you go and they're adventurous without ever getting somewhere Whatever that review was saying, but yeah, true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it, it reminds me of the uh, of uh, the um, uh, your favourite band sucks on uh, Quiz the Stone Age. One of the things they um, they said about uh, Quiz the Stone Age all their lyrics are just oxymorons. So you know they, they don't mean anything. They just take two. Things that are, are opposites, meanings, and put them together, together, and, and try and sound clever. And I thought, well, actually, you know, a lot of lyrics are like that, really. But I don't mind that. Lyrics don't have to mean something clear and obvious to me. I like things no. which are a bit obscure, yeah, that can work. and probably drug induced. You know, yeah.
0: sometimes. Trying to put meaning, and uh, you know, sometimes you know when bands come out and they, they explain what this song means, and they, I wrote this about exactly. I don't I yeah. don't want to hear. I, I want to know. I want to think about what why you wrote this on. I want that yeah. story. I
1: want it. Some exactly. Mystery. Yeah, because it's often disappointing as well. Yeah. <laughs> having said that, having said that, I bet you didn't read that article I sent you about the Bowie song.
0: Which ones do you send me? Many articles. Mate. I, I
1: don't send you many articles. Make you sound like I was some kind of serial. You know, article sender. Um, <laughs> I've sent Chris one, which he didn't read, and i sent you one. So you've both got an F minus. Um,
3: <laughs> what didn't I read?
1: I sent you one about Pearl Jam.
3: I did read that one. Did,
1: did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll it, let you it, off then.
3: It was spot on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the article I sent you was about the Bowie song off Heathen, which was.
0: Ah, um, yeah, that rings a bell now. That was a while ago, mate. Uncle, what's his name? Hmm? Uncle somebody other.
1: Uncle Floyd.
3: Uncle Floyd. That-
1: yeah, and it's it's that's one of the songs which I like the song, but when I read about what it was all about, suddenly I thought, this is a terrific song. This really yes. is a brilliant song and really moving as well. Change your perspective. Exactly, yeah, and it's, and it's a really interesting story about... Know Bowie and Lennon, and and all these famous musicians who are really into this kid's TV show, Mm. you know.
0: So, Stu, your second one, uh, is Matt Matt Berry, someone who I didn't really knew of him as obviously toast and a comedian in uh, Mm. the crowd. Knew that he wrote songs, but I didn't know whether to take them seriously or not because he's a comedian.
1: Well, here's the thing he releases a lot of stuff, he's he's prolific. I mean, you you read his bio, Things He's Done as a, as a Comedy Actor, and you think, How the hell has he had such a rich comedic career? And you look how many albums he's released. Yeah. It's insane, absolutely insane. Anyway, not everything he's released has been fantastic. Top notch. But this no. one, this one is with Emma Noble, who seems to be an up-and-coming uh, uh, soul singer, yeah. Soul singer, yeah, yeah. And she's got her own style and everything. So she saves this. She makes this professional, to, to yes. my mind. You know, I don't hear um, compare the market uh, when I listen to this, <laughs> which I do. To this.
0: <laughs> right here we go. This is beatmaker Matt Berry and Emma Noble. <laughs> Lungs on it,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah. It sounds like she's come from the backing singer kind of background yeah, yeah, yeah. as
1: such, and is kind
0: yeah. of trying to make it on her own. Yeah. What did you think of that, uh, Lani? Yeah, it's <laughs> no, I, new.
3: it's a weird one. It, it, no, it's one where I'm um, going back to another feature suggestion. It's almost um, a listen without prejudice. Yeah. Yes. I just heard that song, not knowing it was him. I'd probably think, yeah, that's all right, you know. Yes. Um, But I have a bit of a thing about Matt Berry doing music. Music.
0: You're not a fan of his music.
3: Well, to the extent where even the little interludes in Toast of London, I find a little bit irritating. Um, The ones that he's done himself. Yeah, yeah, you know in every episode he does like the musical interlude. Yeah. And there's a little song that kind of accompanies the theme for yes. the show that week. Yes, yes, yes. I just find them a little bit odd. Mm. And I'm never quite sure how seriously or not he's taking it.
1: Well he's taking music seriously. I mean, what what irritates me about it? and I, I... Watched very little of his stuff on TV. I've never watched Taste right. in London, so right. that side doesn't irritate me. I do have a problem with actors doing music, and and I and I struggle with him with his stuff when he's singing, particularly. But this is lifted by Emma Noble. Mm. In fact, he's got a fantastic uh, uh, rhythm section as well. You know, yes. and I just think it's a great song. As I said, that that to me, he 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 is marmite, uh, isn't he? He's, he's completely marmite. I think.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's a strange one, though, because like I say, if I didn't know it was him and I just heard the track, mm. you know, I mean, it's not completely my cup of tea, but I certainly wouldn't have anything against it. You know, should we judge him because he's a comedian doing music? If You know, I, I don't know. Do you
0: reckon it's easier to go musician to actor than it is to actor
3: to I don't know. Well, Ricky Gervais used to be in a band, didn't he? Which never got anywhere, but they always pull that. that. Ricky Gervais used to be in an 80s synth band that they pull out (laughs) to take the piss out of
1: every so often, you know. And this is it. One of the tracks that Matt Bowe released not so long ago, um, I just thought it's like he'd never watched David Brent playing the guitar. Yeah. It really was.
3: That's why you know, I don't know sometimes if he's if he's actually taking the piss a little piss. bit. That's what
0: I thought. But as he's well. but he's playing it
3: straight, you know. I, mean, I, I don't <laughs> think so. I think
1: because he, because he's a multi instrumentalist and he makes a thing about the fact he's played the all the instruments on on quite quite a few of his uh, albums. And, uh, you know, um, I think if he's not taking it seriously, he's going to a lot of trouble. Hmm. There's no need to try it that hard. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> True.
0: Right, and we'll come back to the Matt Perry uh, JLS special um, <laughs> next next month. But uh, so, <laughs> so then the second one for you, Stuokie, is uh, Finley and strange one. Oh, it's this my? No, it's my pick that you put it on.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Let's have a
0: listen. This is a tune. Time we get Leon, we're gonna to have to have an inquiry. From she's, from, she's from Stockport, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Natalie Finlay is a full name. Um, but yeah, that, that song I had to hold my hands up, that completely passed me by. If you go to the very
3: end of that, just humour me, there's just a really good synth pop bit that it kicks into at the end.
2: <laughs>
0: Sounds a bit tomorrow as well, you? That does.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's just complete contrast to the rest of the song, but just it really is. Um,
1: it yeah. really sort of throws in some strange uh, juxtapositions, doesn't it? Yeah. I think.
3: But uh, I'd never heard of it, um, and I think I think you put two on, didn't you, Steve? Um, uh, you,
1: uh, what? Both in the same month.
3: Well, there were two of her tracks on. Maybe you didn't put them both on, but uh, maybe someone else put the other one. on. But...
1: Uh, okay, I can't remember.
3: Where did you find her? Or...
1: Oh, I I'm not sure. Probably just on my discovery, right? To be honest, and then uh, I'm not sure.
0: And I have to check that album out. It's just come out this this year, isn't it? 20th yeah, 20th yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, this this one. Yeah, strange one. The last of the 20th century girls, or something like that. It's called.
3: Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to have to
1: check that out. It's, it's good. Right. so we all ready, John? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I'm watching you. You keep your earphones on.
0: It's going to go make a cup of tea, all right? <laughs> you sit right there. Uh,
1: Just relax and enjoy it.
0: Hang on. In one of the playlists, I'll put a remix of a small track on. I'll let you know.
1: You did? I know, mm-hmm. yeah. What so was I'm that? I can't the remember smoke? what it was. it was. Was it
0: this month, was it? The Smoke. Yes. Yes, it was The Smoke. You're right. But, yeah, this is Panavision and the smile from and please don't mention any band members names but they are a band that exists from a previous band that we can't mention their name but here we go enjoy fresh ears fresh eyes recognise that, not just because it's a smile, but that, that was in peak, recent Peaky Blinders.
1: Was it? Yes, it ah, was a, a right. scene
0: Scene when Tommy kind of come to and realised what had happened to him, that he'd been hoodwinked.
1: Oh, is that when he's, uh, Spoiler there. he's on the hill? Oops. It's by the caravan? Yeah. yeah, you watched it. I saw a goggle box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you not recognise this tune? That was the radio head. Well, oh no, I've
4: done it! No! Oh, I've, done it. I've
0: what?
1: done it! Did I just say the word then? I just said it. You said the word. You that said was... it. The cat's out of the bag. Right. What's the forfeit? Chris, what do you think?
3: <laughs> I don't know. We've well, got Is to it? listen
1: to the whole album, obviously. Yeah. yeah.
3: Gotta to listen to all of King of Limbs. Mm. <laughs> Jesus <Jeez laughs> Christ.
1: <laughs> Uh, come on john that wasn't so bad though was it no that,
0: that was the tune mate i've got to be honest all the small stuff that i've heard you know you'll never work in television again tune yeah um, you're,
3: you're having the smoke as well aren't you because you put that remix
1: on
0: yeah
3: exactly yeah.
0: listen to the album John.
1: it really is uh I, honestly is. john really yeah it is top quality and it's varied it's varied in a way that so many albums aren't varied these days
0: it's refreshing. I gotta be honest, it is refreshing. It's it's not it's not quite the band that should not be named stuff. I think it's slightly different. I was gonna say, I think if you took his voice out of the equation, it would be quite a lot different.
3: The the trouble mm. is, is it's such a distinctive vocal that yeah. it's hard to not hear they who cannot be named, you know, when, <laughs> Absolutely. when you listen yeah. to it, you know, you can't get away from the that it's him. So
1: yep. I, I think the smile has got more, it sounds more like his solo stuff than it does Radiohead.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: But his solo stuff like played like a band as opposed to. Uh, yeah, yeah as just him to him and his, just yeah, him noodling yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah with yes, a group, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I think it was Shane said the other day on the chat was, um, you know, someone had said.
0: So that was a new radio. album. That's Radiohead
3: a new album. Radiohead album. He, would, he wouldn't have, you know, battered an eyelid. Um, mm. And I think that's just down to his voice, personally. You
1: know? Yeah, I, and I've read that as well in... Alex Petradis wrote that in the, in the Guardian. But I, don't, I disagree. I, I think it is, as you say, down to his voice. I think, yeah, anyone who listened to a Moonshake pool and then played that, you wouldn't think they're the same band at all.
0: I fully disagree because I actually like the smile. And,
1: uh, well, there you go. <laughs> but, then, but then again, John, you haven't listened to a Moonshaped pool or, uh, or, uh, uh in, rainbows. <laughs> in, rainbows. in rainbows. Yeah. yeah. Or, or that was the point you switched off, really, wasn't it?
0: But is is the burning question, as you're going to try and go and see them live? Uh, they sold out straight away. I
3: was trying to yeah. get tickets and they sold out within the first five minutes. Where are they playing? <laughs> we in Manchester, they're playing the Albert Hall, which is like two and a half thousand people.
0: Where the Viagra boys are, yeah, where night? you
3: saw, yeah, where you saw, yeah, Martin. no, yeah. it's tiny exactly. for them. Well, for them, exactly. So, yeah, sold out, and I couldn't get anyone to go with me either, so I was going on my own. for. But, oh, yeah. but um,
1: yeah, they're not, they're never going to do enough gigs for it to be no, easy no. to get tickets, <laughs> are they?
3: Yeah. You'll still get people shouting for creep, when not you, in the audience?
0: But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly away suspense, to be fair. Oh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so getting on for, for my top, top, top dog of, uh, of April. Again, this is one that you sowed the seed for, uh, Lonely, with uh, Swami right. John Reese, yeah. the lead singer, who I didn't know at the time. I, I recognised the vocal. I was like, I recognised that vocal didn't realize he's from uh, rocket from the crypt i hadn't
3: realized when i first put a couple of tracks on but yeah it came up in conversation didn't it and i think yeah i think it was mark riley had played it um and he mentioned rocket from the crypt as well that's it so So this
0: one i am gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna break break ranks here if that's all right and play half of the half because the first first one they're both such good tunes um, but i just love the name of the second song so this did is you,
3: did you put the second
0: song? i did yeah so i am your pawn uh swami john here we go first minute I kicked him in the face, even better. What a name. For the name of the song in the first place, when I kicked him <laughs> in the place, <laughs> yeah, I hate comparisons, but um, Dandy Warhol's Bohemian Like You, it's got that kind of dim, mm. you know, that groove, that rhythm.
3: I noticed a cowbell as well, in, um... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, add it to the playlist. to make a note of that, I
0: have to make a note of that.
3: Yeah, they're good, they're good. Um, to be honest, I think they were um, just something Spotify threw at me. Um, yeah, one Friday morning, and then <laughs> everyone seemed to pick up on it, which is always Afterwards. nice when
0: people when people pick up on them. You know, um... that's it. How about you, Stu? What do you think? Is that your sort of thing, or not really?
1: I, I like the first one. I you poor. I, 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 yeah, Stu's got a good riff, hasn't it? Um, I don't remember when I kicked him in the face. To be honest, didn't quite. I'd have to listen to you a bit more of that. Yeah. Um, but the first one, yeah, that's a great track.
0: So there we go. The album's out now, uh, available in in all good <laughs> record stores.
1: Weirdly, I don't know anything by Rocket from the Crypt, but I did look up a track of theirs only a few weeks ago. Yes, it was all right, and I haven't heard anything else by them. So that's the best they've got to offer. I'm not interested, but I like his solo <laughs> stuff. Apparently, they were big in the '90s.
0: Rocket from the Crypt. They had that famous song.
3: Were you a fan, John? Because I was never, you
0: know. A... <laughs> no, the only on a rope was the only kind of tune that, you know, springs was, to mind. My... That was a big tune, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a huge hit. Um, the final the final tune is something that yourself, that Stu also picked, but because your submissions came in first, you got the first, but it, this was Stu's third. So Lee put this one on, um, presumably on the back
3: of the, the, the previous one one there
0: yeah. here we go
1: Is that my bonus track,
0: John? No, that's that's that's
1: that's Chris's number one, mate. Oh, that's You're... Chris's. Ah right, okay. Excellent.
3: Yeah. And that you don't need to play it, but um there's a bit at the end where it goes into almost death metal, which really amuses me.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are they they're UK. I
3: think they're from London, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they're yeah, London. Yeah. London Boys.
3: London Post Rock.
1: Yeah, did that not do it for you then, John? It
0: did, but because I knew you guys were going to pick it, I knew you were going to pick it, so that's why I didn't even enter my lexicon. I think I think the bias entered my psyche when I seen both of you put it in your top threes. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm not. I I could have guessed that Chris would choose it as well. (laughs) Um, Not that you're predictable, Chris, but you know, no, that that he teed it up for this month. There are certain tracks that, we, that you and I are clearly going to really like, but I'm not sure with you, John, whether that's kind of your bag or not. Sorry, are we interrupting your tea? I'm um, just... <laughs> we come back later? Just
0: uh, some, some birthday cake that uh, needs to be eaten, otherwise it'll very dry.
1: <laughs> not within, like, the next half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: need to... <laughs> The
0: post post rock for me, it's I don't know. It has to be really good to be music only. I usually have to have right, a vocal. Okay, that's
1: fair enough. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So, but yeah,
3: I, I I agree with you, John. But I think that that's got it for me. That, mm, um, yes. You know.
1: Yeah. Right. It's that time. Have we, have we got a, a, a kind of little uh, you know clip, little uh, tune? Jingle. Something? Jingle. Yeah. Is it great? <laughs> Does
0: it great? To the new feature of great or great, mate. (laughs) Great. So, Stu, you have been selected as the honourable uh, selector. (laughs) Selected as the selector. You've chosen as as the selector for this month. And what have you chosen for us? Right.
1: I have chosen for your listening pleasure uh, The Names of the Plague by Springtime. Gareth Lydiard, Jim White, and Chris Abrahams. Now, I didn't know before I chose this that uh, Gareth Lid- Lydiard was uh, from Tropical Fuckstorm. Oh. Uh, yes. So this is a bit of a supergroup. This is a sideline for him. But this is a bit of an Australian supergroup.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I've really liked the other stuff. Uh, what was that? The first track they released, um, uh, what was it called? Something of Power. Anyway, it was very catchy. It was very kind of hooky and all the rest of it. Yeah. And so far, their stuff's been. But they've released this EP, which is very different, a lot more experimental, very dark. And so this is a 15 minute epic.
0: You really have studied this, haven't you?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I've got. I have a conclusion and a summary that I will. Yeah. That I will re- yeah. relay at the end. Okay. Um. Shall we? Shall we listen? And that was that.
1: So then, chaps. Chris, was it as painful the second time as... I don't think you made it through 15 minutes first time, did you? I
3: didn't first time. Oh, well, I think I did, but I wasn't listening properly in the end. Um, So I had to sit and listen to it properly yesterday. And I'm afraid it... It great. Um It's too much. I'm... Too much?
0: It's too much to stop. It. <laughs> I'm already screaming to stop before it begins. I want to like it,
3: but no. It's the, um, the improv is too much. If you could cut out the middle bit where he's singing, it'd be all right. Even the noisy bits kind of get on my tits after a <laughs> <That> while. <was saying. laughs> yeah, no, for me, it's... Uh...
0: It grates. I'm afraid. Proper cheese grater. That is, mate. That's proper vintage cheese grater. That is. <laughs> you choose it just to be provocative and piss us off.
1: No, I. I very nearly posted it on the Guntz uh, group. Say this is the best thing I've heard in ages. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> oh, I thought dear. I just quietly added it to the playlist and yeah. see if see if anyone notices. Um, yeah it's an interesting track here's where i am with it Uh, i clearly like springtime i love what they bring to music and and his voice he doesn't sing by halves he gives it everything um so i like that and he's and and he's still tuneful and everything it's not just shouting and screaming kind of thing they're clearly very talented musicians um I, yeah, it's it's a it's a track that I would probably listen to once a year. And, but <laughs> yeah. but I find it... Yeah, I know, it, that sounds strange, isn't it? No, I, mean, a, I know what you mean. You know, but it's it's a very immersive... It's the names of the plagues. It's not meant to be a blooming, I mean, you know, jolly sing-along tap-your-foot or a no. kind of rock-and-roll number. It's got to be dark and dredgy and yeah. all the rest of it. And it is those things. And the fact that it makes you want to you know, punch the uh, device you're listening on or whatever. I think that's kind of the intention. Mm. Um, so I think they are right up there with um, King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard, but they do things if they're more darker. King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard tend to be a bit more lighter and frivolous. This is yeah. really dark, dirgy, drudgy kind of stuff. Uh, and I love the fact that they build this tension with the instrumental bit, and he's just thinking, God, you know, I can't taste anymore. And then the singing starts, and it's, and it's actually melodic, even though he's, he's absolutely singing his, it. You uh, know, yeah. his lungs out.
0: But King, is it a good? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> how can I get this across to a man who doesn't appreciate the band whose name we cannot say?
3: <laughs> the, what the improv part's reminded me of is... Um, Bits of Umgoma, which oh,
2: okay,
1: yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah but it's another
3: out. album, like you say. I'd never listened to it, you know. But it's <laughs> <laughs> easily yeah. the worst Floyd album ever, you know. Um, but yeah, there's parts of Gumma that I just, I sort of wanted to like when I first bought it, you know. I'd spent money on it, and I wanted to like, yeah. and I felt a bit similar about that, you know. It's like this should be at my street, but
1: yeah, it's it's, okay.
3: it's, it's too much too much yeah that's
1: yeah. no, fair enough and i'm not i'm and this you know this purpose of this feature isn't to try and persuade it's, no, it's not just at all. let's be honest you know it, two people can be wrong it's fine <laughs> <laughs> no no it's just a matter of opinion and i know and i knew full well this would divide uh opinion there's, there's no middle there's no middle ground on this i don't Statist- know
0: no no you're right you have picked uh you have picked something that
1: so anyway, ne- next time, uh, next time we do this, I'll pick the second track from that EP. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it's to that time of the show where it's Stooky. Um, it's yeah. your, your hidden sleeve,
1: right? Okay, okay. Yeah, now I'm a little bit remiss on the honorable mentions to be honest um so i'm going to go straight for my hidden sleeve go on. which is if you were prepared to type in the eagle and the dove
0: jesse buckley
1: and bernard butler yeah.
0: uh, and who put this one on i did <laughs> you're picking one of your own that which is of course perfectly allowed now and why do you think this is a hidden okay. sleeve
1: Because I thought this might go under the radar, but to be honest, this is, to my my ears, this is right up there, and I think it's great to hear Bernard Butler back. And well, have a listen, see what you think.
0: The tune that's kind of, I think, packs me by.
3: No, that caught my, that was on my on my long list. I um, didn't quite make the short list, but again, I, I was a bit um, having to listen without prejudice on that one because I'm not a big Suede or Bernard Butler fan.
1: Um, are you,
0: not, you, you said, Stooky, that you're, you're great to see Bernard Butler back. You, you are a fan then, I take it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm a, I'm a fan of, of that kind of early suede. But, well, not suede generally, really. Um, I just felt bad for the guy that he left the band and, well, he had a sort of hit with... Um, uh, yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> it? Yes, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he had like one hit. I think they probably did an album or something, but then he seemed to just disappear. I know it's
3: McCall, Martin Butler, was it? But,
1: yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah, and, um, you know, I, he's, he's apparently he's very successful and he's produced other stuff, so I'm sure he's very busy. But, you know, he's such a good guitarist, it's just a shame not to hear him kind of actually with something with his name on the label. Yeah. And um, this this is nothing like Suede, obviously. He's, no. You no, know, he's just playing an acoustic guitar here. Yeah. And he's playing it, he's not demanding the foreground, he's just, you know... So, and I love her voice. I think, you know, now here's an interesting one. I didn't know who Jesse Buckley was.
0: Go on. I have a feeling you're going to tell us who she
1: Well, she's an Irish actress and she's okay. a very, she's won a Golden Globe. I think she's done, she's been some hit uh, shows and, right. and films, um, none of which I've seen. So I had no idea. So I, I was listening without prejudice. Although as soon as I saw the name Buckley, I thought she's better be bloody good.
3: <laughs> I was going to ask if it was any relation. but No, no, no.
1: no relation. No no relation to uh, Tim or uh, Jeff. But yeah, um, I love it. Absolutely love it.
0: Fantastic.
1: They've done one gig somewhere in London, apparently, which was, uh, you know, five star. So hopefully some good stuff to come.
3: Have they done an album together then, or is that like one song off an album he's done? They have
1: done an album. I'm not sure if the whole thing's out, Um I looked the other day, there was about three tracks.
0: No, it's a very, very good hidden sleeve for uh, this month too.
1: So how many have they got out? They've done three, released three tracks so far. Two of, two of which are absolutely stonking the third one I'm a little bit more kind of ambivalent about. Right.
3: So, Sounds like there's an album on the way. Then.
0: Right, well, that leads on to my hidden sleeve then for this month. I've got a few... Uh, Honourable mentions this this month uh, to include Star Party, uh, Dog Unit, which we've already had, uh, Japanese television. We've got the Brian Jonestown Massacre, who I purposely didn't pick because we kind of already know about them. And is it Ghost... Who's What's the what's the, the track that I duped of yours? It was Ghost something. Oh, which? Um, was it
6: Ghost which? Ghostbusters.
0: <laughs> I know what you mean.
3: I can't think... Um... Basically, that's the guy from Stereo Lab.
0: Ah, right. I didn't go for that one. I was going to go for that one. Ghost Power.
3: Ghost Power, that's
0: Ghost it. Ghost Power, that's it.
3: Asteroid Witch. Asteroid That's Witch.
0: Asteroid. That's where it's going to know which one. And then all the honorable mentions go to all the tunes that I put on that nobody else picked, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all, of them.
0: all of them. All 50 of them. Uh, all 50 of them <laughs> for this month. Uh, but this one is is not one of my own this one is one of steve's but uh, when i listen to the song it's something different for me and this is a uh, time bizarre by the holy drug couple here we go you know, something different to catch you there from my kind of taste, taste buds. But, I don't um,
3: remember that song. <laughs> That's completely passed me by.
0: There
1: you go. I, I have to be honest, I switched that. I skipped after about 15 or 20 seconds of that wobbling sound.
0: I thought you liked the synth. You had a track with the synth on earlier.
1: <laughs> you had a track. You can't dislike that. You <laughs> liked another track with synths on? <laughs> you had a conversation about yeah, but I'm outraged from <laughs> Solihull, hell where we live. Oh, That's
2: dear. not his real
1: location. Of no, a, it's not. Habitation, it's not. by the way.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no, it's it's those little wobbly um, sounds so a bit OTT for me. I like the rest of it though. It's very mellow. Yeah, it is
0: very <laughs> mellow, and it it took a couple of listens for me to grab for it to grab me. But when it did, I was like, yeah. oh, I really like that. I've got nothing against it. It just um, like I say, just do not remember it. Fresh, fresh to your ears. So, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: So
0: there you go. So, um that one that one is not one of my own for a change. So, did you say Steve Lowe did that? He did, and it's interesting for him. That's a
1: very surprising one. Yeah,
0: he, he's put on audiobooks before, which are kind of a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there you go. That's my choice for the for this month. And last but by no means least, Leonie, I'm intrigued to hear. Well, what your hidden sleeve is because,
3: yeah, I've got it. Um, I didn't think I was going to get it.
0: Is it Charles Watson?
3: No, um, where's Charles Watson? The um, beauty contest,
0: beauty contest that that was that was up there, that was going to be one of mine, but it kind of got edged out in the end. Uh,
3: no, so honorable mentions, Gabrielle's,
0: yes, they're on, yeah,
1: that's a great track
3: for the
0: second time, yeah,
3: one and only, that's um. It's like just old school Motown. It's just it really is, good. It is, isn't it? It's great, yeah. 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 Um, that was almost going to be my hidden sleeve, but um, Cash Romantic" by Overmolly, which is something Shane put on. Yes. Uh, which is more drum and bass. I think he's quite into his modern drum and bass because um, he put another one on as well recently. N-
0: not wrong with that.
3: No, no, that's all good. So my actual hidden sleeve is Golden Air. Sun's signature.
0: Sun's signature. And this is a tune. Well, here we go. Well, do you know what? I totally forgot to dupe that one. But... <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's one of them where I first heard it and think, oh, fuck this. But because I don't, I try not to skip, you know, when I'm going through the playlist. Yeah. And if I don't like something. And then once it got to that middle bit, it's like it all just became clear. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like... It did. Um, it. I've done nothing about them though, because I haven't no, done that no, much research, but they've kind of just popped out into my Discover and uh I... Heard it and I thought, oh, I love that. Whacked it straight. I didn't even go into my contenders list, it went straight on. So, what did you think of it, Stu?
1: I don't recall it at all. So, to my shame, I must have skipped. And to be fair, the first 30 seconds, it's not that (laughs) engaging for me. But after that, I I was fantastic. Loved it. but I'm really surprised that Steve added that. I wouldn't have thought that's Steve's thing at all. And I'm kind of surprised that you've gone through it as well.
0: We've got to be careful not to pigeonhole each of us, because, like, what, what are our things? Yeah, this you know. is true.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're a man of, you're a man of many surprises. I mean, but, uh, there was one point I was a bit worried it was going to, it sounded a bit frog chorus-y, but apart <laughs> oh, from that, God. oh, God. <laughs> but, uh, they they they'd managed to drag it back. No, <laughs> yeah, it's
3: good, really good. Um, I'm gonna check out other stuff they've done. They're all over, as we can see there. They're all over six music,
0: is it playlists. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, I'm not sure they've done anything else, have they?
0: No, uh, it's a project for vocalist Elizabeth Fraser and percussionist Damien oh, Reese.
3: Right.
0: Does that name ring a bell?
3: Yeah, Elizabeth Fraser's cocktail twins, isn't she?
1: Ah, ah, right. Now it all well, makes sense. That suddenly, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Which Sorry. might be what turned Steve onto it in the first place, possibly, yeah. um, or where it, you know
0: where he where came it across it. Come from, yeah. Mm. So that Quick. concludes April's. And there's no cliches. There's no proverbs to end with. There's no <laughs> cheesy one line strap liners. We've totally fail to get through another episode again without saying fucking Radiohead's name.
1: That's the third time.
3: They who shall not be named, John.
0: They who shall mm. not be named. And then I'll go and break my own. Wrong. Yeah. Do you think with the smile uh, in brackets, you know, members from Radiohead <laughs> in, on the advertisements, do you, think, do you think that's what they've done? No,
1: they don't need it. They don't need that at all. And I think the thing is They wouldn't give a shit if they were just playing like 1,500 seaters. They would be quite happy with that. There's been so little said or put out there about why it's come about, why they're doing what they're doing, et cetera, et cetera. You know, is Phil Selway sitting at home gnashing his teeth thinking, I could have bloody well played that, (laughs) you know. Um, But I think there may be an element of just wanting to get away from the juggernaut that is Radiohead and all the expectations and and pressures that come with that, where they could just kind of cut loose and just you know have a bit of fun and not it not matter really and not yeah. have anything riding on it.
3: What well, they did wrong, I think. Um, well, obviously they came out of nowhere and did that. Um, the lockdown, Glastonbury thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, had they not done that? which, of course, announced themselves to the world, they'd have brought this album out and they wouldn't have even had to say who they were or anything. They could have just brought it out and kind of quietly let it yeah. go under the radar. And...
1: Yeah, and nobody would have noticed that it was Tom Yorks. No, of course, that's <laughs>
3: it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? They, I mean, they do that with their own stuff, don't they? That uh, Burn the Witch came out of nowhere, you know, and then all of a sudden yeah. there was a new album, Um yeah, which no one true. knew about. It. So I think... They sort of missed a trick by doing the Glastonbury, but I suppose they wanted to try it out live, and, you know.
1: Yeah, I,
0: I didn't get the whole Glastonbury thing to be honest.
1: Yeah, it was it was a bit it was a bit flat, wasn't it? You know, without the because no one there. no
0: one could no one could see it exactly. Why would you do that? Why would you announce the brand new band without having that reaction that that audience? Exactly.
1: Yeah. No, it was a bit flat, and it was interesting, but it just. Uh, kind of tweaked uh, anybody who, who likes Radiohead or Tommy York or anything. I think it tweaked our uh, curiosity. It, it, it made us hungry to to listen to it properly. And I've been sort of, you know, I've been listening to the, as Chris said, actually, it works so much better as an album rather than oh, these, absolutely. you know, individual songs that have been released. Mm-hmm. It really does hang together and as, a, as an album. Um, and the live performance on the Glastonbury lockdown or whatever didn't really, it probably makes sense in retrospect, but at the time it didn't really grab me completely. And also that was very guitar-based, whereas the album is a lot more balanced between keyboard-based and and guitar. It
3: it was, that Glastonbury thing was um, a bit misleading because I sort of thought, right, okay, like you say, much more guitar-based, much more... Noisy again, you know, back to, Yeah. Uh, and it isn't at all. Yeah,
1: very very kind of yeah, angular yeah. and jagged guitars and and what they call maths rock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
2: Which
1: is a horrible phrase that should yeah. be... Uh, Eliminate know, that one now. Eliminate it
0: <laughs> Right. On that note. On that bombshell. Well, oh, no, that's someone else. I can't say that, can I?
1: Yeah, of course you can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right then, we shall...
1: Hang on, but there's a, there's a slightly awkward bit. How are we going to link to the Fade Out
0: song? This is all about, everything's about the internet these days, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
3: you see that, yeah. Um without getting off on too much of a tangent, would be a great or great for me. Yes. I, I couldn't decide yeah. if it was genius or
0: the worst thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> can it? Can it be both? That's the other thing. Can it be both? Yeah, it time? doesn't have to
1: be. It's a novelty song in the sense of um, I I wouldn't listen to it like loads of times, but I thought it was funny. I thought it was very astute and funny. And I would play it to my kids if they were 15 or so, you know, (laughs) or older and (laughs) able to get it the fact that, yeah, you know, the the internet's making idiots of all of us one way or another.
3: They wouldn't get the references to the uh, mid to late 90s, though, would they, of when it was? When it was
0: useful and
1: exciting. Oh, by the time i finished with them, they would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, and here we go. Bo Burnham, Kay. welcome to the internet.
6: Welcome to the internet. Fantasy Sports And a bunch of colored pencil drawings Of all the different characters in Harry Potter Fucking each other Welcome to the internet Hold on to your socks Cause a random guy just kindly sent you photos of his cock They are grainy and off-putting He just sent you more Don't act surprised You know you like it, you whore See a man by it Get offended See a shrink Show us pictures of your children Tell us every thought you think Start a rumor Buy a broomer, Send a death threat to a boomer Or DM a girl and groom Find a tumor in your Here's a healthy breakfast option. You should kill your mom. Here's why women never fuck you. Here's how you can build a bomb. Which Power Ranger are you? Take this quirky quiz. Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids. You know, it wasn't always like this. Not very long ago, just before your time, right before the towers fell, circa 99, this was catalogs, travel blogs, a chat room or two. We set our sights and spent our nights waiting for you, you, insatiable you. Mommy let you use her iPad, you were barely two, and it did Now look at you, oh, <laughs> look at you, 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 unstoppable, watchable, your time is now, your inside's out, honey, how you grew, and if we stick together, Was always the plan to put the world in your hand. (laughs) Could I interest you in everything all of the time? A bit of everything all of the time. A tragedy and boredom is a crime Anything and everything, all of the time Could I interest you in everything, all of the time A little bit of everything, all of the time Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime Anything and everything and anything and everything And anything and everything and all of the time
0: Are you recording now, John? I am recording, mate, and I'm going to uh, share the screen Yes, and hopefully you guys should all be there. Crystal clear. Cool. Just before just before you
1: do that, sorry, sorry to sort of throw this in last last minute, but is it worth just doing a a quick 20 seconds about who we are and what we're doing?
0: Who we are and what we're doing.
1: Well, I whenever I've listened to podcasts, they usually spend half an hour just sort of, you know. Saying, uh, you know, welcome to the podcast, uh, you know, whatever.
0: Ah,
3: I, uh, okay, you can do. Um, I think we sort of did it on the first one, though, didn't we? With
1: well, that's been very presumptuous, Chris. <laughs> Anyone listening will work their way from episode one.
3: Well, yeah, it is. Although I, I know people do do that. Um, the
1: completists,
0: good evening. I'm J Mac, and I speak in riddles and cliches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly. You are the Riddler. That's it.
0: You, you are the Thinker Man. I, I am the Thinker Man. I think, come on, yeah. There you go. That's, a, that's an introduction. You've decided now, Stuart, that, and uh, Story Stookie, on the fourth, the fourth episode, that we're now going to do an introduction of ourselves. So that's my introduction. Where's yours? All
1: right. Jesus Christ. Mm. What's Chris's? Yeah,
0: I'm not doing
3: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that can be your introduction I'm not playing You're going to have to keep this in
0: <laughs>
1: Put it in at the end Yeah.
0: Right. yeah. Stooky, studly, stooky I don't live in Studley. I know but you do for this purpose For tax purposes <laughs> I don't know. want people
1: knowing where I live Even if it's the
0: wrong place <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear
1: Well this is your idea Go on. I thought you'd have something prepared <laughs> uh, no, not, not uh, yeah. no. Nothing comes to mind. Um, anyway, i just crack on as, as you were, as you were,
0: as you were. Yeah, fucking you know.